0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the TechSense podcast. And just for a moment, I want to ask you to close your eyes and imagine something. It's 10 p.m., and you're parked in the CVS Pharmacy parking lot. You get out of your Nissan Altima, you slam the door shut, and you start walking into the CVS. Those sliding doors open up. You step inside, you walk past the empty aisles of Plan B, and next you see Doja Cat asking a manager if they sell Noah Schnapp pinatas. But you ignore all of this because you're on a mission. You're here to buy some medication. You make your way to the pharmacy section. Your heart is pounding because you know what's about to happen, but you don't want to accept it. Give the pharmacist your prescription. He rings you up, he gets the medication, and boom, the price you have to pay for your medicine knocks you off your feet. You could have sworn that the last time you bought this medicine, it certainly didn't cost you that much. This right here is America's relationship with drug pricing in a nutshell. Minus Doja Cat and all the dramatic seasoning I added in there, but in all seriousness, Today's episode is going to talk about drug pricing in America and how Mark Cuban's new online pharmacy, Cost Plus, is taking the incentive to fix the pharmaceutical industry by offering generic drugs at extremely cheap prices. Enjoy the episode. Okay, so like I've already established, drug pricing in America is a serious problem. Companies, for reasons that we'll get into later, love to constantly spike the prices of life-saving medications. But the thing is, this isn't a global issue that all other nations experience too. Let's take a look at how the price of insulin in America compares to that of other countries. And it's worth mentioning that insulin isn't that all expensive to produce. In the US, the average price per insulin unit for all types is 98 dollars 70 It's pretty high because in Canada, it's $12. In France, it's $9.08. And in Australia, it's six dollars and ninety four cents. America is quite literally the stock X of drug pricing. Yes, our prices for insulin are outrageously higher than that of other countries. But it doesn't stop there. And let me show you why. Now I want to take a look at the biggest pharmaceutical companies in our country and how they make money by manipulating the drug patent system. If you're wondering what drug patents are, I'll explain them through a quick little scenario. Let's say a CEO who's named Kim runs a pharmaceutical company that wants to create new prescription drugs to treat heartburn. So Kim spends billions of dollars and years and years to develop this new drug. And finally, after so long, he's ready to release it into the market. But wait, there's just a small problem. Kim is worried that once the drug hits the market, other pharmaceutical companies may try to develop a cheaper variation of his unique drug. And this is certainly a problem because what if these variations sell better than Kim's original version? Kim would've spent all those years and billions of dollars just to get swept out by competition who didn't put the same amount of effort that he did. And this is where the drug patent comes in. Now, if Kim files for a drug patent, Kim's new prescription heartburn drug is exclusive to his company only. No company can come in and try to make a cheaper variation of his drug. The patent protects Kim's drug and ensures that he'll make a return on investment. But the thing is that patents expire. And that would certainly hurt Kim because now other companies can come in dancing like Shah Rukh Khan, pick up Kim's drug, and sell their own version. When the patents expire, it creates harmful competition, and that's what's important to remember. And this is where the manipulation comes in. In order to avoid the patent from expiring, drug companies like Kim's will make the smallest changes to their current drug to make it seem like a new version of itself, and then the refile for another patent. This entire business strategy is known as evergreening, and it's something that the top three instant suppliers Nova Nordisk, Eli Lilly, and Sanofi love to do. They'll make the smallest changes to the drug and try to convince you that they're new and improved. They're like your toxic ex. And the thing is that as long as these life-saving drugs are protected by patents, the exclusive providers of the drugs can sell medications for however high they want, simply because there's no competition. America loves to get its Regina George on and complicate everything, even our drug pricing system. And look, I'm just seven feet of Indian muscle with a beautiful voice sitting behind a screen. There's only so much I can do to explain in digestible bites how the drug pricing system works. I'd be lying to you if I said drug patents are the only reason why prices are so high in America. There's so many other people and business practices involved that the system is way too convoluted. And that is where Mark Cuban comes in. Cuban's new online pharmacy, named Cost Plus, is able to sell expensive medications for nearly more than half the original price to both uninsured and underinsured Americans, with absolutely no gimmicks. Cuban's pricing system is extremely straightforward and involves no middlemen. It takes the convoluted pricing system that we were talking about before, and it just simplifies it. The pharmacy negotiates directly with the drug manufacturer and acquires the the drug that they need. Then, they apply a small 15% markup to the drug, along with a small shipping fee and a small pharmacy fee, and the end result is a drug that's affordable and accessible. For example, imatinib, a drug that is used to treat types of leukemia, retails for around $2,000. Under Cuban's digital pharmacy, it sells for $14.20. This is easily one of the best things to happen to America since Taylor's 10-minute version of All Too Well. Cuban is set. He's rich. He can run his company with low profit margins and not worrying about maximizing his profits. This is probably the closest that we'll ever get to achieving compassionate capitalism. That life-saving drug that your mom, dad, or literally anyone you care about is now much more affordable through Cuban's pharmacy. Now, since the company is still in its early stages, there are obviously some drawbacks. For one, the selections of medicines offered by the pharmacy are limited, and it's hard for the pharmacy to add new medications because manufacturers are scared to lose their business with some of the bigger players. However, Cuban has a solid plan to overcome these obstacles and plans to launch CostBus's own PBM. I can get into PBMs in another episode, but basically, Cost Plus's own PBM would allow Cuban to increase his market share in the pharmaceutical industry and diversify the medications that he offers. Cuban even said that he's not worried about bigger competitors like Walmart or Amazon squashing Cost Plus because if they do, then they need to beat his pricing. And at the end of the day, if someone's able to offer cheaper prices, then it's still a win, and it's a step closer to fixing the pharmaceutical industry. Thank you for listening.